0: everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Full Stack Lear Podcast. This week, I am, of course, at South by Southwest 2023, talking to some great innovators and people who are helping take technology into the future. Today, I'm excited to be sitting with Yval Elstein. He is the CTO of Space NK out of the UK, and they uh, do cosmetics and beauty and a bunch of amazing retail space stuff, and I'm excited to hear what his perspective on the future of retail looks like. Thanks. Happy great. to be here. Yeah, great to have you. So retail has really been transitioning a lot over the last decade or two and, and really finding blends into the digital system, obviously. But there's also a lot happening in store as well. What are some of the biggest things that you see coming up over the next little bit
1: that are going to couple evolve retail and e-commerce to the next level? Right. So this, this is a thing we think about a lot because we try and give our customers a luxury experience. We try and make them feel like they're warm and welcome. And a lot of the tech that we put in place is to free up our store colleagues so that they can work one-on-one with as many customers as possible. We give them the tools to help them see what a customer's past purchase was, give them some recommendations based on what customers might've put in online. And a lot of the -the back-of-the-house stuff that they need to do, like in inventory management and putting things away, we, we try and make that as easy and as fast for them as possible so they can give customers the right attention because there's nothing like the human touch. That, that
0: makes sense. Do you think that the, the customer and inventory relationship is going to get
1: faster and more effective over the next little bit using that data? Absolutely. So one of the things we, we constantly look at is getting the right product into the right stores. We have 80 stores in the UK And we always want to make sure that we have the right selection because you can't have your entire range available online uh, available in that particular store. So you try and understand who your potential customers would be. We have some huge stores in some central London locations where you pretty much need to stock everything. But in our smaller niche boutiques, we try and tailor what we have and make sure we have it at just the right quantity. Yeah, I'm
0: sure sure you see... Lots of applications for AI, large models that you can work with, large language models, but also some other models that are going to be interesting as well. How do you see that impacting kind of in-store experience over the next little bit? And maybe looking at 2030, is it
1: going to dramatically change things? I think the whole store experience and the whole omni-channel experience is about to be revolutionized. Yeah, There's a lot of great ideas here at South by Southwest on what people are experimenting with how they use the app to supplement the customer's in-store experience. There's a lot of stuff there that we want to experiment with as well. So I'll break down your question into multiple categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Large language models, chat GPT. At a fundamental level, I think by the end of the year, there's not going to be any business that isn't using it in Works. one way or another, whether formally or informally. It yeah. doesn't have to be OpenAI's so chat GPT, but it will be a large language model oh, for of some sure. sort. Yeah. To short-circuit all the work that people just don't want to be doing or spending a lot of time on. However, the human element is never going to go away. It's always going to be a combination of the two. So if you ask me about the future in 2030, I think that's still going to be prevalent. We will have maybe a general AI that can do a significant amount of things for you, but it's it's the collaboration with the humans that's always going to be critical. Where I think everything is going though, is this idea of simulation. I think that we're getting closer and closer to the point where AI is good enough, where you can ask "What if? what if we did this, or what if we did that? And can you maximize and optimize what our store layout needs to be, what we need to do in terms of promotions across the board. So being able to run a variety of different scenarios based on your thoughts and getting those results quickly, so you can effectively drive your business forward by understanding what the alternatives are and find the best path. Today, it's a lot of gut instinct and and creating very complex models. In the future, I believe that's going to become significantly easier. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Do you think that along with some of the the challenges that you're trying to solve within the the omni-channel environment, you're also looking at some innovations happening on the supply chain side? And by the time it reaches you, that there's better optimization
1: all the way through? Absolutely. So one of our biggest challenges last year because of everything yeah. was getting, getting our products in store online, just having the product. We, we have this metric of supply out of stock, which means we know there's going to be demand for it, but we just can't get it. And we look at supplier lead times, but there's been so many issues with supply chain last year that we've had to be, become very creative in first of all, how do we plan for supplier shortages one of the things we 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 do to sort of encourage our suppliers to give their products is we give for example we, we sell a huge range of lipsticks so we give you alternate brands that have the exact same shade as what you're looking for you can't usually get that from the name of the product for example you know, crimson it can be 15 different shades and you know it color is important so, we scan each and every product and, and we use AI to come up with a, a suitable alternative, depending on how it will feel on you and how it yeah. will reflect. So, that's one thing where we, we make it transparent to our brands that if you don't get your most desired products into our hands, we're going to tell our customers this is, a, this is an equipment. Yeah, and for that, you. That, make, that makes a huge difference as well. Absolutely.
0: Do you think do you think that IoT will become a bigger aspect of the shopping experience as well? Like that you will begin to start to see more smart devices throughout the store that people can interact with and engage with?
1: We've done a lot a few experiments with IoT in store, trying to see whether we can give you a suitability rating for a product, trying to see whether we can highlight certain brands, certain products. We definitely sometimes for specific brand launches. We, we try and think about what would make this be a unique experience. We've not really found any breakthroughs, unfortunately, in, yeah, in that space. But it, it is a thing that we're constantly thinking about more, just as you would be thinking about RFIDs, NFCs, yep. smart tags in the store, yep. maybe show some uh, user-generated content that's related to the product. So when you're in the store, you can see, oh, this specific influencer that I like, did a little video on it and linking them to that. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we're thinking about, but there's no magic of it just yet. Yeah.
0: I've been, I've been following some of the Amazon store development at like in-store experiences with, you know, using really kind of automated checkouts and things like that. And it's interesting to see how they're coming together into this kind of seamless buying experience that ties in with the online experience. Is that, is that something that you think you'll really be pushing towards over the next little bit as well?
1: Yes. we, we have experimented with a variety of, of experiences where the customer who just wants to come in and, and buy their stuff, they don't need advice they't need to work with a colleague. We are experimenting with a variety of ways of just letting them get the stuff that they want without necessarily going to the till, but just checking out online even though they, they have the physical product in store a- and with a variety of different experiences in that way. What, what we tend to find because we're, we're more luxury products and customers that come to our store, they want to experience the store. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so our general view is if, it, if this takes you away from being in the moment in the store, from experiencing what you want to experience in the store, we, we, we don't do a lot of it. And, A lot of the time, what we found is our customers don't want to take out their phone while they're enjoying the experience that they have in the store. So we've done a few experiments there and we we will continue to do it. But as long as it doesn't take away from the experience and enhance of it, that's our approach. Amazing. Well, it's been
0: awesome to get your insights on the future of retail and what's happening. And I know the show has tons and tons of ideas built into it. And I can't wait to see what you take away from it. Hopefully we get a chance to catch up soon and and talk a little bit more about engineering leadership itself. Thanks so much, Ryan. It's great to be here. Pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much.